Hi everybody, it's Stefan Molyneux from Freedom Main Radio. Hope you're doing well. I can't get no satisfaction. It's true, it's true, although it is a fact that Hillary Clinton has dropped 13 points in about 10 days. Oh, it is by no means enough for me. As long as there is one person out there attempting to recapture the shreds of their moral integrity like a child with a butterfly net chasing a gossamer twig, as long as there is one person out there with half a brain cell rolling around in their cranium, who isn't directly being bribed by the giant lactating mammary glands of state, government redistribution of power and bribery, as long as there is one person out there who can be bought and dragged to the light, I'm going to be roaming the landscape with a bag and a club, attempting to enlighten them. So, today, we are going to talk about one Donna Brazil. Now, Donna Brazil, for those who don't know, and this is fairly incomprehensible to anyone with half a shred of moral integrity left in what remains of their soul, she remains the chair of the DNC. Now, she became chair of the DNC after Debbie Wasserman Schultz left because of revelations by WikiLeaks. Huh? It's a pattern. I can't quite get it now. Maybe by the end of this rant, we'll, we'll have it. Now, just before we go into what Donna Brazil uh, is accused of or what's been revealed by WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks has never been credibly accused of doctoring documents, of changing things. And uh, Hillary, when referring to the Podesta email leaks, has called them stolen, not fake. And if there's one person who knows her shades of moral gray to black, it's Hillary Clinton. She's your go-to girl for moral ambivalence and um, (laughs) the destruction of Western civilization. So Brazil had, I won't say colorful, let's just say checkered past. She had to resign her post in the 1992 Dukakis campaign because she had spread infidelity rumors about former President George H.W. Bush. That's one of the elderberry Bushes. And uh, she's a contributor to CNN, the Clinton News Network, and the network actually accepted her resignation as a contributor on October 14th. Now, for those of you rather dazed from your post-Halloween candy binges, that's quite a while ago. They announced the decision uh, to sever their relations with Brazil on Monday, October 31st, after more emails were revealed. So, what did the emails reveal? They revealed that Donna Brazil gave the Clinton campaign at least two questions that were going to come up in a debate. Uh, Well, one in debate and one in a town hall question from the audience members. This is a huge, big, catastrophic, enlightening, eye-opening deal. Very, very important. Now, she was originally accused of giving one, and she denied that, and now she uh, has, it's been revealed in the emails that she's given at least two, could be more could be more. And this is a very, very serious and very big deal for reasons we'll get to. Now, given that she helped the Hillary Clinton campaign cheat in debates, has she been fired as head of the DNC? Well, would would that make it like the third or fourth DNC head in in less than a year? (sighs) See, this is the Hillary Clinton campaign. Uh, Let me just slip into my Soronic cloak of evil and imagine how they might say this. You see, this is the Hillary Clinton campaign. Okay, it's true that we accepted at least two of the questions for a debate uh, and and a town hall. uh, And uh, that made our candidate look much more competent than she might otherwise be. But you see, it's really, really bad that Russia and the FBI might try to wrongly influence the outcome of the election. I don't know. The whole media is trying to wrongly influence the outcome of the election. Tim Kaine told George Stephanopoulos recently that no Clinton has ever received any money through the Clinton Foundation. At the 
very same week that the New York Times published a detailed piece showing exactly how the Clintons benefited financially and substantially from the Clinton Foundation. Now, Georgie didn't exactly ask Timmy about it or mention Georgie, his own significant affiliation with the Clinton Foundation. He's actually a donor. Now, of course, this is George Stephanopoulos, the man whose self-serving autobiography took its title from will to power guru Friedrich Nietzsche. So, of course, I mean, the media is uh, going radio silent over all of these revelations because, well, they're completely in the tank. For Hillary, uh, they have no credibility left with anybody who's got half a brain. And right after the election, the boycotts will begin. But we'll get to that perhaps later. I just wanted to mention as well that um, for the Bernie supporters, I sympathize. I really, really sympathize. But here's the reality. Bernie Sanders was going to fight corruption for you. Remember, he was going to take on Wall Street, fight corruption, and fight for the little guy. And he just hated corruption and, and cheating and, and all of that kind of stuff. But then he endorsed Hillary Clinton. He has not withdrawn his endorsement. He's not turned on her. He's not fighting the corruption within his own party. The reality is, these were just words. It was never going to happen. And it's good that you saved what remains of your hope to perhaps apply it to different candidates who are, in fact, fighting corruption from the outside. Fight from the outside. And so I just wanted to sympathize. But this is a revelation. Bernie Sanders was never going to fight any kind of corruption because he's in a party that's being revealed as woefully corrupt. And what's he doing about it? I don't know, but not much. Now, Hillary, of course, is uh, becoming increasingly cornered by all of these revelations. And like all demagogues who are cornered, she's turning to vague, hopeful, dumb speak, right? So here's a quote from a recent Hillary speech about her own campaign. Because, you know, she's at the point where she's saying that, uh, that Donald Trump is, is going to provoke civil war and nuclear war and <laughs> so on, right? Although she's actually the only one who's threatened nukes against Iran uh, and is also threatened military action against Russia. But apparently, <laughs> you're fired. You see, you want Donald Trump to be saying that to a contestant on his television show. You're fired. You don't want Hillary Clinton to be saying that to an international thermonuclear device. So uh, just a, bit of a thought to, to mull with you. So this is what Hillary said. Instead of dark and divisive, it's hopeful and inclusive. It's big-hearted, not small-minded. It's about lifting people up, not putting them down. It's a vision that says, and I believe this with all my heart, we are stronger together. I don't think she's actually referring to her in the media, but she might as well. But this is the reality. This is the kind of goop that is now coming out of a desperately cornered candidate's mouth. This is absolutely brain-dead, hallmark card, syrupy, sentimental, estrogen-mindless trigger words for female in-group preference. The Republic of America, which stood against Nazism, fascism, and communism, is in grave danger of being brought down by idiot girl power diabetes. These words are so syrupy sweet, they're going to eat the marrow out of your very bones. Here's the thing. This is what you need to understand. Donna Brazile a gross, morally squalid distraction. Who cares? Just another Democrat hack. The issue here is the Hillary campaign. If you're going into a debate where you don't know the questions ahead of time and someone hands you the questions, you know what you do? You raise the roof. You blow the roof off of this entire scheme. You say, I will not cheat. This is wrong. You need to stop doing this. This is absolutely immoral because, of course, if Donald Trump was handed... Questions ahead of a debate by Fox News. 
I mean, they'd be calling for his decapitation. <sighs> Decapitate Donald Trump, I think you just grow two heroes. But that's perhaps, <laughs> hopefully, something we'll never find out. Because here's the reality. And, and this is to, to the voters, to the undecided voters out there in America. Imagine this. You are facing some a dangerous, life-saving operation. And it's real touch and go. You need the very, very best because you're hanging by a thread. And one little slip... Your carotid artery goes spray and they got to clean off the ceiling tile. So you're facing a dangerous life-saving operation. You have a choice between two doctors. Now, one doctor, it, it turns out, cheated on his final exams. Went ahead and got the questions ahead of time and cheated on his final exams. The other doctor didn't cheat. Didn't cheat. Who do you want to perform the operation? The cheater or the honest person. The life of the Republic is at least as important as yours. And this is the reality. Look, I've got a graduate degree. If you cheat in university, you know what? You don't get the degree. You get expelled. You don't get any recommendations from mentors or professors. Your career, in general, is done. I mean, imagine, you're in grade six, you cheat and get the answers to a spelling bee. You're going to get an F. Your parents are going to get a note. You're going to get detention. You're going to get, I don't know what they passed this when I was a kid. It was getting caned in boarding school. But I don't know what the punishments are these days. But they would be pretty significant. <sighs> Let's say you are a PhD candidate. And you're going for an oral defense of your thesis. <laughs> I guess if you're a Clinton, your defense is that it was only oral. But anyway. You're going for an oral defense of your thesis, and you find out ahead of time the questions that your examiners are going to ask. Do you know what you're not going to get? Your doctorate. You're done. How do you get to still run for president when you've cheated in one of the most important events of the presidency? It's the debates. It's a shame there were only three, but, you know, Kankles gets tired. <laughs> But these were very. But this shows people thinking on their feet. If you know the answers ahead of time, ahead of time, you can look like uh, you know an information vomiting Wikipedia machine. If you don't know the questions ahead of time, that's pretty tough. So, the other thing too is that the amount that the media is propping her up, the amount that these democratic hacks are, are giving her the answers and so on, shows that they don't think she's very good. Right? You, you don't help the winner cheat. Like if somebody's just way ahead. I mean, Usain Bolt. Not going to benefit from cheating. You don't help the winner cheat. You help somebody you think is going to lose cheat. I mean, that's, that's basically reality. And this is sort of what you need to understand, that all of this stuff that's designed to prop up Hillary Clinton, all of this media cover, uh, the, the, the artists and the, the, the celebrities out there uh, showing how, how important it is that they only read other people's words and not submit their own thoughts for critical review, this is all because they don't think that Hillary can win. Hillary was kind of neck and neck for a long time with Donald Trump, even with all of this media boosting which Rudy Giuliani says has been like, what, 10 to 15 point boost? They can't win. They've got nothing, the leftists. They've got nothing, which is why they import all the third world people to vote for them. Why they have to have the media prop them up all the time. Why they have to cheat. Come on. They've got nothing. They are weak, weak people. And this is what's really, really important to understand. What is, what is your country? Is your country or your party defined by a set of moral principles. And if you violate those, you're out of the club. In other words, it's a country club. You don't pay your dues, you're out of the country club. And is your party a set of moral principles? And if you don't fulfill 
or embody those moral principles, if you egregiously violate those moral principles, are you out of the club? Well, there's an old saying, Democrats don't indict Democrats. It's very, very important. Democrats are powerless in-group preferences. That, that's all it is. They're a bunch of wizened smeagol inheritors in suits, thirsty for power, and damn the consequences. They're power junkies, power addicts. Is your group merely tribal, or does it reflect a higher moral standard? Well, when this is revealed, that there has been cheating going on in the most important presidential race in modern history, in the most important focal point, which is the debates of the races, uh, this, this presidential race in history, this is absolutely astonishing. Because the Democrats aren't investigating this. CNN isn't even really investigating this and saying, how the hell did this happen? How did Donna Brazile get all these questions? How the hell did she pass it over? Who did she pass it to? What happened from there? They don't want to know. Because it's all about getting the power. It's all about the ring. It's not about the good. They'll talk about good as a lever to get power. But they don't want power to do good. They just want power. The last thing I'll say. So recently, somebody who was not a donor to the Clinton Foundation asked Hillary Clinton for a favor at a campaign event. Didn't donate a penny and asked for a favor from Hillary Clinton at a campaign event. Do you know what she said? Get to the end of the line! She barked. Why don't you go to the end of the line? This is the reality of the Democrats in power. I'm not in there, in the halls of power. I don't have influence. I don't have power over those who have power. I haven't donated. They don't owe me any favors. And you are not in there either. You don't have any control over them. It's all about them rewarding their friends and punishing their enemies. And they're indifferent to those who have not directly benefited them in their crazy baseless lust for power. So when it comes to the Democrats, should they gain power next week? Get ready, if you're not a Washington Beltway insider, to hearing this. Get to the back of the line.